Welcome to the Valley View Friends Church Sunday Morning Podcast. Thank you for joining us. And if you want to learn more about our church, look us up on Facebook or our website at valleyviewfriendschurch.org. What are you becoming? We're all becoming something. We're all changing, growing, or becoming more and more set in our ways. Our bodies are always active and changing. Scientists have found that just about every cell in our body replaces itself every six months. Whether we want to admit it or not, we're all changing. We are heading towards becoming a finished work. The question becomes, who is shaping us? Are we shaping ourselves, or are we letting God shape us? And we go to a text in the Bible today of the prophet Jeremiah talking about God being the master shaper. Jeremiah is invited down to a potter's workshop to view the process of craftsmanship. He sees a piece of pottery shaped and reshaped on a potter's wheel. The process of shaping clay is beautiful. I would dare say it's mesmerizing. The process itself is a work of art. I love watching a potter work at the wheel, beginning with a shapeless lump of clay. Their hands are wet covered with a smooth coat of clay mud. And as that clay spins smoothly on their wheels, on the wheel, the hands, uh, in their hands, a bowl or a cup or a vase blooms like magic. I wonder if God takes joy in watching our lives take shape, seeing us move from a shapeless lump of clay, spinning into beautiful, purpose-filled people. But there's a catch. While God is the potter, he has given us a voice and a choice. We can be shaped by God according to his plan, or we can try to insert our own plan, or even let others try to put their own plan into the shaping of our lives. But it doesn't usually go very well if we let others try to shape us. Let's read the text in Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 1 through 10. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house, and there I will give you my message. So I went to the potter's house, and I saw him working at the wheel. But the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as seemed best to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me, and he said, Can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does, declares the Lord, like clay in the hand of the potter, so are you in my hand, Israel. If at any time I announce that the nation or kingdom is to be uprooted, torn down and destroyed, and if that nation I warned repents of its evil, then I'll relent and not inflict on it the disaster I planned. And if at another time I announce that a nation or kingdom is to be built up and planted, and if it does evil in my sight and it does not obey me, then I'll reconsider the good I intended to do for it. This is a passage that has a word of warning in it. Israel has made use of their voice and their choice, and they have become something that they were never intended to be. They've turned into something that God never planned for. In fact, if you read a little farther in Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 13 through 17, you have God's indictment, a response to Israel's choice. And he declares that they have been unfaithful to him. And literally, the text says, they are a thing to be hissed at forever. Now, most of our English translations don't say that, but that is God's displeasure. Israel is to be hissed at because they have become something they were not meant to be. He is displeased with what they have become. And he's going to invoke his right to be God and remake and reshape them. It is important to remember that even though God gives us a voice 
and a choice when it comes to how our lives are shaped, he is still the potter. He is still the master artisan. He reserves the ultimate right to remake, reshape, and give the final approval or rejection of what we have become. Whatever choice we have, or whatever choice we make, God is still sovereign. We might feel like we're making good choices, but if they do not line up with God's plan, then there is a problem. It's a problem that started with Adam and Eve in the garden, and it continues to this day. Many of us feel like broken or misshapen pieces of pottery. We have cracks, holes, or are totally broken altogether. We or someone around us wanted something different than what God, the master potter, wanted. Following the wrong plan is easy. As I mentioned, throwing a piece of pottery is an amazing act. As it spins on the wheel, it's mesmerizing. That clay spins in the hands of the potter. It seems to change effortlessly and take on a new shape. And when I watch a potter working at the wheel, I know I'm tempted to go, yeah, I think I could do that. I'd like to try. I want to do that. That's one thing to watch an actual piece of clay on the potter's wheel. It's another thing to look at my life and say, you know what, I think I could make a pretty good shape out of this. And, and I try to take control and reshape my life. You know, the sad part is, is God has invited us to be potters, but little potters, little builders, and little makers, not the master potter. God made us in his image, so he has made us as little creators. But often we think that we believe that we know better, and well, I think I know better sometimes. And what I want, and what you want sometimes, is actually more about control than it is God's plan. Be careful when you seek to shape your life and make something wonderful out of yourself or out of those around you. You and I are limited in our ability as potters, where God is unlimited. He's the master craftsman. Being a potter is not easy. I just want to point out a few details about a potter, someone who shapes clay and makes pots and uh, you know, makes the vases and the, and the bowls out of clay. A few little details that I think we overlook that are so important. We need to remember, it takes, first of all, a lot of strength to be a potter. The bigger the pot, the more strength you need. And our lives are big, complex works of pottery. When we see a still image of a potter's hands, we have to be deliberate in visualizing the strength that's required, the force that's exerted by the torso, the arms, the wrists, the fingers. In Jeremiah's day, the wheel of a potter's, the potter's wheel was powered by the foot. A kick from the leg would send it spinning. Kicks that had to be precise, strong and precise, so that the pot didn't lurch or jerk in the potter's hand and be ruined. We can watch a potter make a pot and see a beautiful act, but we forget the hundreds of times that they've made a pot, even that day. It's not just strength to make one, but thousands. It takes a lot of strength to be a potter, to be a master potter. And it's a strength that you and I do not truly possess, but thankfully God does. Over and over the Bible tells us about the strength of God and that He can be our strength. Psalm 118 verse 14 says this, The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Who is the strength behind your life? Is it you? Is it your parents? Is it a grandma? Is it someone that you care about? It needs to be God. 
Only he has the strength to be the master potter. Another thing about a master potter is it takes a lot of skill. It's easy to ruin a pot, a piece of art on that wheel. To get carried away, it's easy to get carried away with the work and, and make the walls too thin. And then they collapse. They can't support themselves. Nothing can be done but to start over. Unless, of course, you're a master potter. You can turn those collapsed walls into a work of art. It takes skill that you and I often do not possess. And it takes, thirdly, a plan. You gotta know what is being made, how thick to make the bottom and the sides, how to, where to apply the spouts and the handles, where you're gonna put the patterns and the glazing. Good pottery, like all good art, tells a story. It has a beginning and a middle and an end. It has a purpose, there's a point, it's going somewhere. And we can try to write our own story, but more often than not, I find, and this is true for me, and I think it's true for a lot of us, we don't create a story, we often, under our own ability and plans, create more of a series of random events. Events that can be wonderful, and events that can be really disappointing, and they're just sort of strung together without purpose. God is the master storyteller. Let him shape the story of your life. He's the one with the plan. The story of a British sculptor, Sir Jacob Epstein. And he was once visited in a studio, studio by the eminent author and fellow Briton, George, George Bernard Shaw. The visitor noticed a huge block of stone standing in one corner and asked what it was for. And Epstein said, well, I don't know yet. I'm still making plans. And Shaw was astounded. You mean you planned your work? Why well, change my mind several times a day? And the sculptor responded, well, that's all very well for a four-ounce manuscript but not for a four-ton block of stone. And our lives were not a four-ounce manuscript. We are a major block of stone, a blob of clay being shaped by the master potter. It takes a plan that you and I cannot fully see, but God does. And fourthly, I'd just like to point out, to be a master potter, it takes the desire to get dirty, a willingness to get necessary to get messy. It is necessary to get messy when making pottery. The potter has to be willing to get their hands dirty, their their clothes dirty, that's going to be under their fingernails and in the, the crevices of their skin on their fingers and, and it, it, you're going to find clay days and days after you were at the wheel. It just You have to be willing to get messy, messy in a way that most of us are not willing to get messy when it comes to our lives. Fortunately, God loves us so dearly that he's willing to jump in and get dirty to craft and shape each one of us. Wonderfully enough, no one of us has a life that is so messy that it would keep God away. As long as we are willing to let him reshape us and to be the master craftsman of our lives, God can do a new work in us and remake us into a wonderful work of art. When we try to be the master potter, we lack the strength to do so. We, we lack the skill. We lack the plan. Sometimes we just can't handle the mess. God does give us the option to use our voice and our choice. And in that, we can stick to his plan and let him work, or we can try to forge our own shape to our lives. But beware of who you let shape your life. Most often, we try to be our own potters. 
When you think about it, that's a silly picture, tra clay trying to shape itself. But you know, we can also knowingly and maybe even unknowingly let others try to shape our lives. Some of these outsiders are important, like parents and teachers, they're good for us. We do not always let good, healthy outsiders shape our lives. It's amazing who we can let shape us and let interrupt God's plan. Can you think of anyone aside from God that we give the authority to shape our lives like a family member or a boss or a co-worker or maybe a friend or we can even let our enemies shape who we are. Beware. You can let someone you dislike have tremendous power over the shape of your life. They may not even know it, but the thought of what they did to you impacts you so deeply that it still shapes your attitude, your self-worth, your decisions. You may not realize until years later how much you have let a bad influence or someone who has hurt you shape you. You know, we can let media shape us, the TV, internet, films, all those big things we spend our time on anymore these days. We let advertising shape our lives. Never forget the goal of advertising is to get you to part with your money, not to shape you into the person that God desires you to be. When we do not follow God's plan for our lives, when we do not let Him be the potter, we end up broken, ruined, and misshapen. Never forget that the potter has a plan for you. And never forget that the potter can reshape and redesign you and give you a fresh start. And this is the good news today. If you're listening and you're feeling like, boy, you know, I've tried to shape myself a lot. I didn't even realize I was trying to shape myself, but I have... And I'm full of mistakes and cracks. And Oh, what am I going to do? If you're feeling that way, there is still time to let God reshape your life. I remember when I was in high school, the art room of our high school, we had a pretty advanced art program at our high school. And uh, there was a dedicated art room and there was a supply closet full of all types of paints and uh, papers and uh, drawing materials and clay. And I remember that in that supply closet, there was a tub uh, full of water. It sat on the floor. It was, it was kind of strange. And in that tub of water was uh, dried out and broken pottery shards. And yes, us clumsy high school students would often bump into that tub. And the water would slosh. We'd try not to make a mess. And you could hear the shards of pottery rattle, even in the water. It sounded like some sort of clattering mistake instead of the renewal of broken projects. And I asked the teacher one time if those hard pieces of clay would ever soften again. And she said, yes, they will. But it'll take soaking in the water and it'll take some time. As long as they haven't been fired in the kiln yet, they're reusable. And the same is true of you and me. We might feel like we bear too many cracks or we're maybe lopsided and weren't spun right on the wheel. We might feel like we're kind of dried out and there's just no way to reshape us. But God can do it. I've heard it said, and I think it's true, the tears that we shed in life are often the water that God uses to soften us so that we can be reshaped. May you know today that your life is going somewhere. And it can be going somewhere beautiful and good if you let God become the master potter of your life and take control. You might need to pray and let him have control again. You might need to let go of something that you've been trying to shape yourself. You might need to get something or someone out of your life who's trying to be a master potter instead of God. 
Perhaps after this last year, all that's happened in 2020, you're trying to fix the hurts and frustrations you've felt by remaking yourself. Let God be the master potter over your life. Let's pray. God, thank you for the wonderful ways that you've made each one of us. Lord, we confess that we're not always happy with who we are and how we've been made. Lord, it's my prayer that each one of us would put aside our own plans and give you permission to work your power and plan in our lives, that you would be the master potter over each one of us. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Go with Jesus.